Hello, hello everybody, welcome back once again to the Fun Shack. Uh, we out here, like we always do at this time, uh, talking all things Arsenal, kind of, uh, but mainly we're uh, the uh, premier podcast of the Dirtbag Left. Uh, as far as I'm aware, actually the only uh, podcast of the Dirtbag Left, as far as I'm aware, not aware of any others. Um, so it's uh, it's me, it's your boy, Ollie Munster. Uh, here again with uh, the Yeet Man, Lawrence Yates. Hi. Yeah. Hello. And uh, and we we we're doing it, man. We're doing it. Mm. Um, sipping on a uh, a can of uh, Michelob Ultra. That's uh, this week's can check. Very very light beer. It's like drinking uh, fizzy water. Um, but that's that's fine. I'm getting over a cold, so I don't really want to drink anything too uh, too beery. Why drink beer at all, you ask? Mind your own business, I say. Um, so, there's not really, from when we last spoke, there's not really much Arsenal news to cover, uh, is there? Well, is there? only real transfer rumours still. Mm. The biggest one right now is Yannick Caresco, who's playing for a Chinese club. Mm. So, that's one possible uh, transfer. I don't know of many others. Uh, there's two players I talked about from last week, yeah. Sampdoria players, Dennis Pryat, I think that's his, how his name's pronounced, and uh, Joachim Anderson. So that's another one. But that's all I really uh, know in terms of the rumours. Mm. But other than that, um, I th- nothing really big right now. No big signings. No. I think the fixtures, as we record this, the fixtures for next season are announced tomorrow. Mm. Uh, I got a notification for that, but uh, yeah, can't really talk about any of that yet. Um, but we can talk about England news. So here's a brand, brand new, definitely different jingle for that segment. joking it's the same same jingle um but yeah so england uh nations league came third yeah it didn't it didn't come home it did not it's not as yet it has not come home um but we still believe footballers do not come home Mm. i'm sure the players have all gone on holiday well deserved well deserved Yeah. yeah it's been a long season for some of them yeah Especially when you think that like preseason training probably starts in like <laughs> like two weeks. Yeah, for a lot of them, it's yeah, um, yeah. It, so it not a it didn't seem like any of the matches were that great. To be honest, I didn't I didn't watch the the last one, the uh, Portugal mm. Holland, but uh, I did see some of Portugal Switzerland, and that wasn't a yeah brilliantly entertaining match. And then England's match with with Holland. Just aside from a couple of bizarre individual errors, yeah, by England defenders, um, yeah, not not much of note in that one. Hmm. Well, it's always it always seems to be the case. Whenever I used to have it on ITV with England, I never liked it when they would start passing it around at the back. Yeah, I never liked that. I was just like, just I don't know, just clear it. We might as well have just a big guy up front just to... Don't say that. Don't. Like, because it's like... We, could, we have, like, John Stones, who's good on the ball, but I don't know, it's... Um, Is he? Well, it's, 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 Man City's all right, but it's yeah. Man City, but, like, um, supposedly, from what... When I've watched him, he seems to be all right on the ball, but... Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. Yeah. It, I think it's... When you are too uh, one way with sort of possession football, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, not, I sort of uh, jokingly say, oh, we should have a big man, but. Uh, yeah. Just... <laughs> maybe a much more sort of. I don't know. Do they ever just... do they ever train for these sort of things? Like, and do they ever, like. I don't know, because I, I don't remember this being a problem back in the World Cup. Um, yeah. And I feel like they were playing it out from the back. Then, well, they were playing free at the back end of the World Cup. I think from what people were saying in the chat that they were playing four, so that means like they don't have a sp- like a spare guy. Yeah, 
Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we're getting in. It, like I said, it seemed like sort of individual errors that mm. were kind of un, unforced, really. Like, yeah, Holland had like a high a high press. Like yeah. they were they had like a you know they were playing a a very kind of um, kind of high pressured game of closing people down very high up the pitch, and mm. it you got to say it worked. Um, but yeah, and then obviously yeah, just as I think as we said they're very organized at the back with the that kind of combo of delict and yeah. uh, and van dyke there um kind of just bossing the the penalty area there it, yeah just a again not a particularly entertaining game aside from those couple of uh, cock ups and then um yeah england's match against switzerland i only saw the second half of that um, i didn't see the uh, the the first half but it doesn't seem like i missed very much no um, just Callum Wilson had a goal ruled out. It seemed to be a recurring theme over the weekend. Goals being VAR uh, cancelling out England goals, but yeah. in many ways, uh, it was the right decision. To be fair, yeah, <laughs> it's. I, I did see Callum Wilson because that was sort of towards the end of the second half, and he, he mm. came on, and it was he yeah. fouled the uh, whoever coming through. It was he fouled, but yeah, it was like barely. But yeah, yeah. it was it, as as everyone was saying. You know, if it was the other way around, and it was. If it was Switzerland that scored a goal, but there'd been a foul in the build-up to it, we would, you know, we'd want that awarded. So you kind of mm. gotta gotta let that go. Um, yeah, uh, Harry Kane was pretty useless as mm. as we all thought he would be because he's not fully fit. No, um, no one seems to really learn their lesson with that. He he keeps getting rushed back, but like. I don't know, but maybe he's just one of those guys that's like insists that he's fit, and everyone just takes it at face value, but. It seems like someone's going to get a bit stricter with him and be like, "No, but actually, are you? Actually, yeah. are you fully fit? Because it's there's no point. Like you're just useless, and to, you, you know, it, you just kind of you. You know, <laughs> we prevent ourselves from having a plan B if you're there yeah. and it's not working. You know, it's we can't we can't do anything else if you're not like operating at hundred percent. Yeah. Um. So yeah. That was that was kind of grimly predictable, but uh, yeah, we had the fun of another penalty shootout. Actually, you know, actually winning a penalty shootout yeah. was fun, and it was, I you know, <laughs> funny to see Jordan Pickford not only smashing a penalty in, but also saving the uh, yeah the penalty, the sudden death penalty, and winning the match. That was uh, yeah. Reminds me of the uh, that Portuguese goalkeeper mm. from two thousand six. Was it? It um, was sort of, it was sort yeah. of a bit, it was a bit, uh, it was a bit uh, over, very cocky kind of goalkeeper saving all the penalties, and then I think he took one for himself and scored it. It's kind of, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need a bit of a cocky goalkeeper who's become a bit of a, yeah. Uh, is it not is it the word cult hero with the fans in the way? I don't know. Uh, ledge, he's a ledge. Yeah. I think yeah. he's a yeah, he's a yeah, bloody legend. I think yeah, I uh, yeah, I, I like Jordan Pickford a lot. Mm. He's a yeah, good character um, to have in the team, as long as he keeps performing at yeah. you know the level that he's performing at. Um, if he doesn't have anything to back it up, he just you know just becomes Joey Barton at that point, and we don't need another one of those. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, so yeah, that, so yeah, we won our third place playoff game, third in. The Nations League, uh, again, time will tell whether that actually means anything. Um, but yeah, as far as the Women's World Cup is concerned, I I regrettably have not actually watched any of it yet. I feel I feel bad uh, yeah. saying that, but I yeah, just haven't gotten around to watching any of it. I did see yesterday that the USA beat Thailand thirteen nil. Yeah, um, which seems. Um, <laughs> Crazy. Um, but yeah. Thailand even that good? I mean, we're just speculating, but um, obviously not. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, I would imagine that Thailand probably doesn't have a professional women's league. I'm, mm. I'm guessing. Um, no, probably not. Yeah. I, well, I don't know. I have to check. But who the, who the players play for? But uh, yeah. Um, well, oh, this is awkward. Uh, <laughs> people were complaining that they were celebrating, even though they were like, you know, when he got the tenth goal. Yeah, people were still people were complaining that they were still celebrating, but you know, whatever, who cares? I do, yeah, it's like it, you know, if you're 
if you've sort of worked your whole career to get to like a you know a yeah. World Cup and you're winning it by double digits, fuck it, like that's a that's a cool moment. Like, yeah, why, why wouldn't you celebrate it? Like, that's funny. Like, yeah, I'm tired I don't of begrudge them. If anyways, if anyways, I we have to. I, t- I get a bit annoyed of all this. We we have to respect and show respect and just yeah. just you know yeah enjoy the moment in many ways. Yeah, I yeah there there I like I get it. Like there is. You know, there is, the sportsmanship is an important mm. part of all of it. But at the same time, again, it's like you know, a lot of those a lot of those players have again worked their entire lives for a moment exactly like that. Mm. Let them have it. Like, I, yeah, I don't care. And I, I don't think the Thailand players particularly care that much either. Again, they're probably I I doubt that that's what any of them do for a living. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's mm. probably one of those countries that doesn't have a a full time professional football league. So it's just like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not that bothered about any of that. I was just trying to uh, fill, fill the time there while Ollie takes a drink. Mm. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sipping on that, on that Michelob. Um, I hadn't heard of this until I went to America recently and then I noticed it had been introduced in the UK. It's a, mm. uh, claims to be, yeah, a superior light beer, at only 79 calories a can. So Yep, if you know, we're still looking for sponsors, uh, Michelob. If you uh, if you want to get uh, get in touch, hit us up, get ours. Um, so uh, what else is there in terms? Because again, football chat is a bit thin on the ground. Before we sort of go into the other the other sort of uh, segments we've got here, was there anything else? Um, well, Hazard has finally officially moved to Real Madrid. Yes, he has. Yeah, that was around what. Is it 100 million? Was that in euros or is that? I yeah, I think I depending on what articles you read, it's yeah, it's 80 million pounds, 100 million mm. euros. It could rise to 150 million. And they, um, they bought um, Luka Jovic from uh, Eintracht Frankfurt, and he's he he got um, presented today. I think I oh. saw in my YouTube feed. Mm. Uh, so yeah. So Chelsea are going to be uh, hopefully Chelsea are going to be uh, rubbish next season. Though. Yeah, because uh, Sarri's on his way back to Italy, yeah. isn't he? He's, they reckon he's going to join Juventus. Um, well, that was that was the last sort of thing I read about that. I don't know if that's still happening, but hmm. I can't imagine without Hazard there, I can't imagine he's going to stay. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, that'd be <laughs> it's going to be another another interesting season at Stamford Bridge. All we need is maybe um, Real Madrid to buy someone like Harry Kane or. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, if Spurs go another season without any yeah. any silverware, got to imagine, I mean, you know, he's got to look around and think, yeah, mm. I want some trophies. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, him and, I mean, him and Deli Alley probably thinking the same thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, that was the, the one opportunity I remember I saw in the highlights. Uh, I think it was Deli Alley got the header, but it was um, fortunately a good, good catch from uh, Sillison in goal. Yeah. Yeah. Any other time that would have been, I probably would have been a goal, but unfortunately, yeah, good save from a Jesper Citizen. Yeah, and um, yes, yeah. never mind. Yeah, he had, a, he had a good match. Um, the the goalie. Yeah. Um, kind of feel like he's wasted. I kind of feel like he's wasted at Barcelona. Another one who's wasted at Barcelona. <laughs> he's a good play. He's a good goalkeeper. Yeah, he shouldn't be on the bench. He should. You should maybe like come to uh, Arsenal, maybe or um, West Ham. Yeah, West Ham or somewhere like that. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. a pretty decent keeper. You know, he's taking link with West Ham. Mm. Um, yeah, he probably should. I'd, yeah, but how old is he? Because uh, no, I think I don't. I think he's about the same age as I think twenty seven, twenty maybe. Yeah. I have to look this up because he uh, on my phone. But uh, with goalies, yeah, you can kind of f- tell where they've sort of if they've settled for just being like the number two choice goalie, you know, they sort of reach a certain age where they just, I don't know, their agent or whatever just convinces them that it's worth it just to keep the money. Mm. Maybe hope for an injury to the first choice goalie and they get like, you know, four or five games in a season. Or, you know, they get to start four or five games in a season. Um, and yeah. But if he's young enough, I mean, yeah, he could still move on somewhere else. I'm looking, and he is. Uh, come on, show us. I have to go on Wikipedia. Oh, come on. I mean, uh, eighty-nine. So he would. 
Oh, so, so he's, he's probably around... 30 this year. Yeah, so he's going to be around 30, 29, mm. but... Uh, yeah. That's a pretty probably. decent age for a goalkeeper. Yeah, that's true. He's still, yeah, he's still have a few more years, but, uh, yeah. I mean, because what... We've got... Um, have we still got a Spingler? Was he out on loan? No, I, think, I think Napoli might be buying him Yeah, for around 4 million yeah. or something like that. Seems <laughs> seems low. Yeah. Um, yeah, it seems for a, for an international goalkeeper. I, yeah. mean, I know he's not, you know, he's not necessarily world class, but I mean, he's, oh, he's decent. That's the other thing. The Copa America starts, I think it started at some point. I haven't um, looked up. It starts uh, at some yeah. point. That is, that yeah, is Copa soon, America. isn't it? Copa America, yeah. So yeah, a lot of these players aren't really going to get any uh, hmm. <laughs> holiday before they come back for preseason. Yeah, damn, it's tough in these streets. Yeah, uh, and uh, well, I was looking at um, E3, and they have FIFA 20 and Pez 2020 coming out, and uh, hmm. well, Pez is showing a lot more gameplay. At least I think Pez is sort of uh, continuing, sort of more just a gradual. Development, you know, increasing, you know, adding adding new features rather than, you know, a hot and a complete overhaul. But FIFA, they haven't really shown anything. They've 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 brought in, they've brought back the news that FIFA Street feature. Oh uh, yeah, I I'm remember not, FIFA Street. And but I'm not sure if it's, I'm not sure the uh, full details of whether it's going to be like a big. Uh, Mass multiplayer kind of thing, or if it's just going to be like one on one, like a little, know. yeah, yeah, a little kind of like mini game. It's just going to be like a gimmick thing. I'm not sure, but yeah, I'm more of a Pez guy personally. So does does I don't care if uh, all the <clears throat> teams in Pez are like have to have fake names and fake players. You can just do it, edit it yourself. Yeah, I mean that that yeah. can kind of be pretty funny, like them yeah. having to kind of you know, <laughs> but Harry Harry Bane, yeah. Like uh, in the old ISS Pro, they used to have like uh, Buckham. So this is the the International Space Station Pro yeah, version. Uh, I, it, when it was before it was Pez, it used or Pro Evolution Soccer because yeah. it's, Jap- it's Japanese. Uh, uh, they used to call it International Superstar Soccer <laughs> Pro '98, and then they uh, International Superstar Soccer Pro Evolution. Jesus Christ. Dance dance yeah, pro evolution soccer. Japanese games, they always have these really long titles that <laughs> back in the day, like old nineties games from Japan they used to have like really long Ultimate t- Cool Football yeah. Championship game make. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> and then they got shortened to Did you ever see that thing yeah. where it was like there was some baseball game in the nineties for like the I think it's for like the NES or something and it was like like the Japanese developers had to like yeah. come up with a bunch of fictional names that sounded like American names. It was like Todd Bonzales. Yeah. I think Konami, I, when they brought out the news of PES 2020, they were gonna, they're making a baseball game as well. Oh, wow. Konami. So, uh, Onsen Sweeney's yeah. pro baseball. Um, yeah, I, I've, I've only sort of, I've, the only things I've seen about E3 have been what everyone's been talking about on Twitter. So there's a, there's a Keanu Reeves game, I, oh, yeah. I think, isn't yeah. there? He's, he's in Death a, Stranding, I think it's, Hideo that's, Kojima. That's a different thing, isn't is it? Because that was. Oh yeah. Because I know. I know. Oh yeah, no, he's in. I think he's in Cyberpunk. I think it's called. Maybe something oh, like that. I can't remember. Crappy name. I think. Sorry it, for I if you're remember. hearing that rain, listeners. It's uh, it's British summer here, so, uh, yeah, we're getting some. It's not. It's not static. Don't adjust your radios. It's. Uh, it's just the rain uh, hitting the pitter pattering. Yeah, Cyberpunk. For the funk chat. Twenty seventy seven. Keanu Reeves. What a stupid name for a game. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, there's a, and but yeah, Death Stranding is a is a thing where because that's Guillermo del Toro and Hideo Kojima. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were originally going to reboot oh, yeah. the Silent Hill games um, with Norman Reedus from The Walking mm, Dead yeah. as the main character. So they made that that PT demo, mm. um, which is uh, pretty. I regarded as pretty much the the like scariest video game ever, even though it was only like a demo, from what I can understand. Um, and there's a brilliant. Uh, that might be my cultural appropriation pick. Actually, there's a, there's a brilliant short film uh, that's on YouTube based on that. Um, but yeah, that got cancelled by the by Konami, the game studio, um, and everyone got very upset. So Hideo Kojima and Guillermo del Toro ended up making this other game, Death Stranding, with uh, with Norman Reedus as well, but also with uh, my close personal friend Mads Mikkelsen, uh, Danish Danish character actor Mads Mikkelsen, who I've uh, met a couple of times and we get on very well. Um, <laughs> yeah, 
And the other big E3 thing, of course, is uh, the announcement of Gooigi, uh, Luigi's uh, goo-based doppelganger for the uh, the upcoming Luigi's Mansion sequel. I think there's Luigi's Mansion 3, which is coming out for the Switch, and there's like a... I guess it's like the co-op mode or whatever. You can hmm. play as like Luigi and Gooigi, um, which uh, just seems... I mean, that's that's somebody's fetish, right? Like, that's a, that's a whole... That's Probably. A whole... And uh, to uh, change subject quickly, uh, I was looking at NBA Finals, and uh, Raptors are uh, leading Series 3-2 against Golden State. I don't know who plays for Raptors or whatever, but... The Drake curse Ka- is... Is it Ka- Ka- Kawi? Kawi Leonard? Is that the... Oh, yeah, that's one, yeah. Uh, Kawi Leonard, that's one, yeah. That's the only... Again, this is, uh, this is all sort of second-hand information I've got from Twitter. How many How many games is it in the, the is it this? I think it's uh, six or maybe five, depending. Because it's... I think... I, yeah, because I, I can't remember. Because in base, it, the World Series in baseball, it's seven, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so it might be around six so or seven. Might, yeah. But oh, yeah, they were leading like three one, but then the uh, Golden State have come back and uh, so it's three two in the series now. Mm. But we'll see. The Drake curse may not um, be because uh, he's a big uh, Raptors fan. So uh, a big Raptors you know. fan, yeah. Gee, it's almost like it's he wants to be like... in the team. <laughs> like he, he's like living that that dream where yeah. oh no, uh, our star player's just injured. Uh, who can we bring on <laughs> me, yeah. me. Who else knows all the plays? Oh, put me in, coach. I'm ready. Put it's like uh, it reminds me of in the '90s when Robbie Williams kept trying to join Oasis. You know, yeah. it's just like it's just never going to happen, mate. Oh, like, man. Just no. Completely, you're completely wrong for it. Like, just don't even. Um, yeah, that. Yeah, it's almost like Drake's made that his whole personality in yeah. a way. Like, just he's he's a, the he's the Raptors guy. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. That's about as all the sports that I can think of right now. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I think that, that brings us up to date with. Uh, we can't really call it Arsenal news with uh, Jock Talk. Gen- general sports news for sports fans. Yeah, we'd love to talk about the sports. <laughs> Listening to the Jock Rock with um, the with the Crazy Doctor and his psychic <laughs> uh, handsome Dave or something. Like that. Uh, yeah. So I've got a short quiz here for you, Lawrence. Um, if we're moving off of uh, moving off of football, um, do we need a do we need a jingle for this, or we just go into it? Uh, I don't know because I don't know if we're going to be bringing this back yeah, or not. Okay. I think this might be a, a one-time thing. Um, how are you when you when it comes to sort of uh, knowing how long songs are? Do you do you sort of pay much attention to that, or are you just, are you just in the moment? Just could be a bit of both. I don't know. Rock out depends. So if I, I so I, I got know. I got four songs here, and uh, I want you to try and order them from shortest to longest. Okay, so these are these are four uh, classic rock classic rock tunes. Um, they're all kind of famously. Uh, Grandiose, shall we say, yeah. in their scope. But uh, yeah, I want you to try and just been on my iPod during the weekend, whenever we, in the car. Anyway, <laughs> this I is to a lot of seventies music. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so just off the dome without without looking it up. I want you to see if you mm. can arrange these from shortest to longest. So, uh, "Money for Nothing" by Dire Straits, "Hey Jude" by The Beatles, "Stairway to Heaven" by Led Zeppelin, and "Bohemian Rhapsody" by Queen. Well, I, I know that uh, Stairway is around 9 or 10 minutes, I think. Mm. Bohemian Rhapsody, I think, is only 7. Um, uh, hey Jude's thinks only 6. Mm. And I don't know about the Dire Straits one, so... And I'm talking. I'm not talking like radio edits or single okay. versions or yeah. anything like that. I'm talking that, you know, yeah. real, so real I think, songs. I don't know. I don't know the Dire Straits song all to because I've never really listened to the Dire Straits all that much. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm going to guess... Maybe eight minutes for that. I don't know. Eight minutes for that one. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to say the shortest one. Uh, hey Jude. Then Bohemian Rhapsody. Then Dire Straits and Led Zeppelin. Okay. I don't know. Could be totally wrong. So yeah. So let me just let me just lock in your order here. So you're saying uh, Hey Jude, the shortest. Yeah. Six minutes. Yep. And then Bohemian Rhapsody. I think is only seven. Or right. Something. And then I don't know how long the Dire Straits one is. So I'm just guessing eight <laughs> minutes. And then. 
I think uh, Stay With Heaven's only like nine, okay. I think, nine and ten minutes or so. Alright. Uh, not bad, you got, you got one out of four. Okay. Uh, so I think this, yeah, this, because I was shocked when I found this out as well. So, shortest we've got is, um, actually no, I take it back, you got, <laughs> so, yeah, you got none of them, sorry. Um, uh, uh, yeah, zero, yeah, zero out of four, now that uh, I look closely. So shortest was actually Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, at five minutes fifty-four yeah. seconds, so rounding up, that's six that minutes. Six minutes. So, did, so it's shorter than you think. Um, six minutes. But uh, yeah, second we got Hey Jude, which mm. is uh, seven minutes and five seconds. Mm. Um, okay. Which is, I d- yeah, again when you think about it, probably about right because that last bit goes does go on for, and it's a it's a fade out as well, isn't mm. it? Which is always kind of a it's always kind of a cop out um, to extend a song's length. Um, then in second, it's actually Stairway to Heaven, oh. uh, which is eight minutes and two seconds. And then, yeah, at the top, eight minutes, 30 seconds, eight and a half minutes is the full version of Money for Nothing right. by Dire Straits. That's the, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure there's a radio edit of that where mm. it's a lot shorter, but yeah, the, the full version of Money for Nothing is eight and a half minutes, okay. which is nuts. Nobody needs that much. I always thought Stairway was longer than that. Yeah, I remember like thinking the live version, which is only it's only twenty minutes. The live version. Yeah, <laughs> I always wondered with Led Zeppelin when they would do shit like that. It was like, do they do they bother writing a set list, or do they do they literally like right. go out there and they're like, okay, we're going to do done, Dazed and Confused for yeah. forty minutes. Uh, and I don't think anyone cared because it's Led Zeppelin, man. Yeah, it's Zepp. band ever it's cares. Zepp. Just get John Bond to do a half hour drum set. Over. Yeah, they did do that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so money for nothing, eight and a half minutes long, um, which is insane to me. Hmm. So yeah, I was looking up while I was um, looking up songs for my. Uh, I do a a DJ at a like a cool dad rock night, and I was looking hmm. for the obviously Father's Day is coming up, so we're doing like a special thing for that, and I was looking up uh, tunes to play for that, and uh, yeah, I hit upon Dire Straits, and was looking through kind of what you know. Hmm. What tunes of theirs would fit, and I was like, "Oh yeah, money for nothing" from the from the MTV, you know, thing. And I was like, "Fucking hell, I'm not playing an eight and a half minute." Um, so yeah, Mark Knopfler also not a particularly uh, hmm. not a particularly charismatic singer as well. Like you know, he's a great guitar player, but not a it, yeah. It's hard to listen to that guy for a long time. It's kind of like me. He's good guitar player, just my singing's a bit kind of. Annoying. I don't know. You got you you got a more. <laughs> You can do more with your voice than, than mm. Mark. Mark Knopfler is just kind of like a like a Geordie Bob Dylan. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I thought I was Sting. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, Sting wants you to think that, but I do like Bob uh, Dylan the a fucking uh, loot in his life. I mean, Fields of Gold. I do have a soft spot for that one. I can't yeah. remember. Is that an Ava Cassidy song, or did he write that song? Um, I don't. Care. Ah, okay. I, I, no, I don't know actually. I don't know. Um, yeah, don't worry. I always thought yeah. like, like Eva Cassidy doing the, the Somewhere Over the Rainbow mm. cover is like, why did anyone try and do it after? It was, it was like when Johnny Cash did her. It's just like, mm. why is anyone trying to cover this now? Like the definitive version is kind of just. Like, uh, I remember, uh, what was her name? She won uh, either X Factor or something like that and she did Hallelujah. Oh yeah, but it was in completely sort of. Do you not understand the song, uh, the Leonard Cohen yeah. version? Was it Alexandra Burke? Yeah, Is yeah. Her? yeah. It's like you, I, I don't know. It's yeah, it's or had a completely um, wrong idea of the song. Yeah, yeah, Susan Boyle covering "Perfect Day" by Lou Reed. It's yeah. like the song's about like heroin, <laughs> but it's just yeah because it's yeah, like it's about, a slow song about, with a piano in it. It's about going to the park and. Going home later. Yeah, having <laughs> have, drinking sangria at the zoo, which everybody does. <laughs> I do. I've, I've actually become very really into the Velvet Underground because it's my my iPod that I've had for a long time now. But it's like it's been a sort of hand me down iPod, all mm. stuff on it that I didn't put on. My brother did. And it's like there's lots of Velvet Underground that comes up. I was like, wow, that's yeah. really good. I didn't know that was. Uh, yeah, I think a lot a lot of it really holds up because like. Uh, indie bands haven't really moved on. Yeah, like bands now are still like skinny kids in leather jackets yeah. are still like ripping it off. Like it's was that far ahead of its time that people still haven't kind of gotten over it. Mm. And it's like that's not a knock on it. Like it's you know it's brilliant, yeah. but it's yeah. That first like the Velvet Underground and Nico album is just like 
yeah, that could be like a, yeah. I'm trying to think of a cool band um, that's like a cool band now. Could be a, oh, could be a, uh, 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 the 1975. <laughs> Nobody thinks they're cool. I'm not sure I've ever heard a 1975 no, song, I don't think, but no. everyone tells me that. Uh, depending on who you talk to, they're either the greatest band of all time or the worst band of all time. Mm. Um, and the people that insist that they're the best band of all time tend to be people that are like. Uh, like sell BMWs, you know, like it's, yeah, people that like I don't know. I remember all those people bands, that are really into Muse. All those bands from late two thousands to sort of two thousand seven to two thousand nine. All those indie bands like Automatic, yeah, uh, Wombats. God, they were fu- like Jolene, got, the like, Jing Jang Jong. <laughs> yeah, that was like a fun like couple of weeks where the enemy. Enemy they must have, like the the guy from Jolene and the Jing Changjong must have like had like a family member working at the enemy or something because yeah they were like they would just put articles in the enemy mm. every week like like it was like a real band that needed to be talked about yeah and not just like a I don't know yeah it was just, they were just nothing yeah but yeah people have got like people have like weird misplaced nostalgia for a lot of the stuff from that time and it was like when it was bad at the time, still. Like, mm. the Wombats fucking suck. Like, I, yeah. Uh, what was it? Razor Light? That was another one. Oh, yeah. So, something wrong with my iPod. Whatever it keeps... The album art is all wrong for some of the records. Like Yeah, the album art <laughs> fucked up on my uh, like, iTunes it's a like, long time ago. I think if it's like either Led Zeppelin sometimes, or Fleet Foxes or something like that, <laughs> and uh, Razor Light album's there for some reason. <laughs> Razor Light uh, album cover. Anyway. Oh, the uh, Towers of London. That's my oh, yeah. great stuff. Great stuff. Yeah. Anyway. God. I wonder what that guy's up to now. Yeah. He's probably. Checking it. He's probably. He's probably on the West End, right? He's probably appearing in like musicals on the yeah. West End. They need to bring uh, Buzzcocks back just so these people have something to do. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Land landfill indie. That was a that was a dark time. The fucking pigeon detectives. Remember oh, them? Yeah. The. Uh, uh, yeah. Mystery jets. Yeah. <laughs> Although I people again people like that people have like nostalgia for the mystery jets and I I don't I, I don't know one it. song they, they did played in Bournemouth uh, <clears throat> a few years ago. Like they, they played like the the tenth anniversary of the of um like a local venue here and it was like, yeah, they played there and it was My claim to fame is um what was the name of the group? Don't upset the rhythm. What was that? That band. Uh, they played. They played in uh, Bournemouth. They had the stage, and the lady who's the frontman. Me and me and Gary, front lady singer. Come front, a front lady singer. Don't don't upset the rhythm. It was uh, quite popular for a bit. And um, uh, the go team. I can't remember the name of the band, but um, yeah, she was she. She just started uh, pointing fingers at me and Gary because we were sitting there. We weren't really jumping around, we were just listening. We weren't like, <laughs> I don't know where she thought we were being rude. <laughs> and then uh, she pointed at us, goes, This song goes out to those two guys there. It was like, it was pissing it down, soaking wet. And um, <laughs> yeah, and then she came and sat up on the bar, or the barrier, and then leaned into the crowd and put her hand in my hair. Oh, wow. And I'm I'm gonna try and look up the the noisettes. Oh, okay. Noisettes, yeah, and uh, whatever her, the uh, name of the. Was that so? That's Gary is in friend of the show, previous guest yeah. Gary. It says here on my phone, uh, Shingai Shinoa. Okay. Shingai Shinoa. So that's my claim to fame. That as a singer from Noisettes. Uh, see if uh, put her hand in my head. Yeah. See if they if they're touring anytime soon. See yeah. if she remembers you. <laughs> she probably won't, because I've had my hair cut, Sid, and uh, it was, like, back in 2007, I think, before they got famous. I think what you need to do is, like, get, yeah. like, just, get there really early and stand at the front and just, like, just uh, yeah. shout at the stage. Or you, you might not remember me, but you put about, my hand in my about hair. 12 years ago, <laughs> you pointed at me and my friend and said, this song yeah. was for us, and then you touched my head. You, you came and sat. You touched my hair. You leaned back into the crowd, and I, you know, didn't want you to fall, so I held you up, <laughs> and you put your hand in Get, my hair. Where, where are you going? <laughs> Come back. Anyway, uh, yeah. yeah. DM me. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Wait. Slide into the DMs yeah. at Junior Funners. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so yeah that's I guess that's <laughs> that's music corner yeah um did you have you got any Bigfoot updates for us? Yeah. Okay. Now let's talk about the thing that I've been talk, wanted to talk about. Talk it about might Bigfoot. not. It won't take forever and ever and ever. But um, I'll start it off. We got, in, do we have a jingle for Bigfoot chat? I can't remember. Uh, not yeah, but I could. Should I? Let's stick? put one in just so I can okay. open this beer. Hang on. Okay. Anyway. Um, so yeah, this is something that's been teased for a couple of previous episodes, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but uh, it, but it might not take long because it's <clears throat> it's kind of a kind of a strange uh, sort of coincidental story. But um, yeah, there, I'll start off. There was this uh, back in the fifties. There was this um, a millionaire guy called Tom Slick. Mm. Um, not who, Tom Selleck. No, and uh, he uh, funded uh, these. Uh, the uh, expeditions into uh, the um, Nepal and Tibet and whatnot, looking for the Yeti, and um, there was one guy, this one person who was working alongside him, who uh, became one of the quote unquote four horsemen of uh, of Bigfoot, Peter Byrne, who was a who was a hunter turned a sort of um, protector of animals. Yeah. Like he did. So he had experience. Classic story arc. Yeah, they go from hunting to protecting the animals yeah. and uh yeah so they they got hurt they got rumor or rumors of this uh monastery in a place called i think it's pang pang bochi in uh nepal and uh this monastery supposedly had uh, a hand a, a supposed yeti that this uh one of the monks supposedly had found in a cave along with uh, a scalp hmm. suppose um well, supposedly he came across a dead yeti and took the hand scalp, and the scalp. Yeah. You don't take the skull for some reason, uh, yeah, that was or anything else. You don't take. You don't get. You, hey, I found this yeti corpse. Let's uh, let's 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 take the bone. Yeah, what two no. what two things and, could uh, I take? Yeah, I'll take the scalp and the hand. But yeah. um, yeah. So when word got round, they went to this monastery and they basically made a deal, saying, uh, you know, oh, can we can we take. Like, can we take the hand so that we can, like, you know, show it as proof, uh, get it analysed by scientists? And the monks obviously, like, obviously, like, no, this because this provides a lot of uh, income for us. People come and come to see it, and uh, it provides a lot of income for us. So they basically what they did. Uh, well, Peter Byrne says that he uh, negotiated with them, but others people say that they essentially stole it and replaced it with a fake human. Well, not a fake, but a, a human. <laughs> hand yeah what was a known human hand yeah and uh but depending on who you want to believe so they managed to uh they had to just the, spin uh, it as like look at this cool hand yeah they managed look to get this cool human hand managed to get the uh supposed yeti hand out of this monastery but in order to get it back to uh to uh england um because of customs they, they didn't know how to um how they were going to hide it somewhere. But somehow, Tom Slick, uh, his friend, who he met in a hotel in India when they came back from the expeditions, turned out to be Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> and so. he was talking about it, because apparently Jimmy Stewart was into it as well. And uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Stewart's into it, bro. Yeah, He's into it. He, apparently he was into all this stuff, yes, stuff, and um, <laughs> uh, apparently uh, they... Uh, we must, we got to understand these, these beautiful know, creatures. Yeah, and uh, I don't know whether it was Tom Sick or maybe someone, but um, they managed... <laughs> Jimmy Stewart, they said, just uh, stick this hand up your ass yeah. and go through customs and, with uh, it. They, apparently, the one thing that customs don't look through is um, women's uh, laundry cases, so they stuck <laughs> the hand in... Jimmy Stewart's wife's uh, luggage, uh, uh, underwear luggage, to get it through customs. <laughs> Presumably and, they asked uh, her first, I mean. Yeah, so, <laughs> and then it apparently went, it disappeared somewhere, this hand, and no one knows where, so, and, um, but eventually... So, it, I it, think it, we probably went up it, to it Jimmy came, Stewart's wife's, uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it, they found it in a drawer in a in. This uh, museum, I can't remember one. It's it's one that um is for scientists. It's one ah, of these ones. If you're if you're one like of the good a proper, museums. if you're a proper scientist, yeah. it's, it's it's very exclusive. That's the only museum, museum I like. And they were because uh, I think smart. they were clearing it, and 
they might have found it in the drawing, but they had analysed, and supposedly it's a, it's a human hand after all. Yeah. Very disappointing, but you can... I think Radio BBC Radio 4 had um, a whole segment on it a, a long time, a few years ago now. They did a whole little radio segment on it, and uh, it's mm. quite interesting if you're into looking at that sort of thing. So, yeah, that was a uh, Jimmy Stewart sort of mm. weird sort of connection to the whole... Uh, early days of uh, the search for uh, of theory hominid zoology called uh, either Yeti or Bigfoot or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, that's a uh, that's a bummer that it turned out to be just like a human hand after all that. Like, yeah. You know, they got they got Jimmy Stewart involved, and it turns out to just be a human hand. That yeah. sucks. It's like, you know, all those the monks were like, you know, oh, th- we can't let you take the hand. It's, it's you know, I don't know whether they've taken it back or whether they, they should have the fake hand. I think I'd have to look this up, but um. Yeah, that was the, that's, you know, what's weird is, um, on QI, uh, Sandy Togsvik told this same thing, and I was like, well, how do you know about it? <laughs> you have to... Sandy Togsvik. How, how would you know about it? Like, are you into Bigfoot as well? I, she just knows about everything, though, doesn't she? She's, yeah. She's like, uh, yeah, she's as clever, if not cleverer, than Stephen Fry. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, it was a bit, bit weird when she brought that up on QI. I was like, how did you know about that? I know about that from a documentary <laughs> I saw. Oh, actually, I'll tell you, she probably knows about that because she's friends with Brian Blessed. Oh, and he's, maybe. He, he loves Yetis, doesn't he? He's always Possibly, going yeah. on about he reckons mm. he's He reckons he's seen them yeah. and they move in herds. And Yeah. I think we talked about that in an mm. earlier episode. But yeah, Brian Blessed won't shut up about Yetis. I have, a, I have a, uh, another claim to fame as well. Apparently, when I was a little kid, uh, we were down in Studland. And um, Brian Blessed was there with his family, apparently. I kept running up to him and hugging him. <laughs> That's what my parents told me. I find it hard to believe that Brian Blessed would hang out in a place called Studland. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not, <laughs> he's a total hunk. He's a total, yeah. he's a total babe. But, I was trying uh, to do my Brian Blessed impression. <laughs> That's, you got, that's, you, Brian Blessed's more like, oh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he, uh, yeah, he won't. He didn't. He like climbed up like Everest without oxygen or something, didn't he? In his sixties, yeah. which is Don't like insane because like people are dying left and right on Everest at the moment. Like, it's yeah, that's what a guy, what a guy, absolute hero. I saw him in a, uh, I saw him in a pantomime uh, a long time ago um, with, and it like he, I. I can't even remember what I think it might have been Aladdin. I think, mm. um, and uh, yeah, he was just like fucking around. Like he just like would be deliberately trying to make the other actors laugh. And he had like a scene where like at the start of the scene he was the only actor on the stage, and so he just started like he took that as an opportunity to just recite like a whole verse from uh, Kubla Khan, the uh, mm. Samuel Coleridge poem. <laughs> Is it Coleridge? Taylor Coleridge? Or, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, he just did like a verse of Kubla Khan and then just said to the hundreds of Shakespearean actor, you know, and got a round of applause. That was that was pretty funny. <laughs> um, yeah, what a guy. Um, so that's so so that's that's the long awaited reveal of Jimmy Stewart's uh, whether you thought yeah, that was interesting yeah, or... involvement. Yes. Yeah, I reckon so, yeah. I think it was worth the wait. Is that so? And there's in, in terms of uh, any recent developments in the Bigfoot world, nothing, nothing mm, going on there. Not particularly. No, yeah. no new docs or anything. No. What was the name of that? You mentioned that Bobcat Goldthwait. Oh, he movie. made a film. Oh no, I'm going to have to look this film up. What was the name, name of it? it? I'm going to look it up. But I don't um, remember that at all. Yeah, I, th- I don't think it got much um, publicity. Because uh, Bobcat's. Uh, He's a funny comedian, but he's made some pretty dodgy films. Yeah, he's made some. I mean, he made they made the uh, documentary "Call Me Lucky," which is which is brilliant. That's that's a uh, truly called, incredible. It's called Willow Creek. Okay, not a very exciting name. But. I think I've seen that like on. I've not. I haven't seen it, but obviously like on Netflix is one of those things that it will just constantly suggest to you. Mm. Like it's you know Netflix supposedly has thousands and thousands mm. of things it can suggest to you and yet it's the same ten twenty things that come up um, and I sound like such an <clears> old man and another thing and these and these mumble rappers I I, I can't understand a uh, word they're saying yeah 
with their participation trophies. Willow, Willow Creek is an actual place. It's not far from uh, Bluff Creek, where the famous uh, Patterson film was filmed. Now, is that is that been debunked, or is that still... Well, that's the thing. I think not really, to as far as I know, to me, but I think mainstream view is that it's fake, but mm. I'm kind of like on the fence. I don't know. <clears throat> Part of me is like, oh, it could be, but I don't know. Because there was the whole... Uh, there was like a famous one that was completely fake, wasn't it? That like there was a there was a Snowwalker video that came out like in the nineties, and uh, yeah, there's, there's quite a few that came out to be fake. But there, if you... I just remember there was like the what because they parodied it on The Simpsons, where it's like in search of Bigfoot, and it's yeah. like the guy, the yeah, you can see the guy. They watch. might be talking about the Patterson film again because I think that was probably the only famous recognizable one, but. Mm. So most people probably think it's fake, but I don't know. Part of me still kind of thinks it could be real. I don't know because real news, real yeah, news. Yeah, could be. New. <laughs> That's it. We'll even fake news in twenty eighteen. Twenty nineteen is all about real news. I mean, at this point, you know, just believe whatever. Yeah. Just give me that. Yeah, echo my chambers, bitch. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I thought it'd be like a shiver me timbers, but it doesn't. It doesn't make any. The second you think about any of it, it doesn't make any sense. Hmm. Um, well, I understand. I understand because yeah, echo chambers. Yeah, stand the I the do. the the figurative way of saying when people in a certain group only agree with one another and don't get criticised. Yeah, blah 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 blah. Yeah, but I mean, you know, this yeah. is a this is a football podcast, yeah, we're an Arsenal football. podcast, and luckily, you know, we it's you know all of our opinions are very uh, diverse and uh, mm. yeah, well 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 thought out. <laughs> as you know, as all football opinions are, football fans are you know. Let's. I'm sure uh, <clears throat> the next season, the opening day of the season, Aaron Ramsey will come out for one last goodbye. <laughs> it's like second yeah. game. Hey, here comes Aaron Ramsey again. Yeah. For one last goodbye. Yeah. Another yeah. tweet from Aaron Ramsey. I, I can't believe I'm leaving. <laughs> That's it. The rest of his, the rest of his career is just one big like victory lap. Yeah. Right? Like he gets. <laughs> he gets injured so badly that he can't fly over to Juventus, so he has to stay in London. And then he he just keeps going to every <laughs> every match at the Emirates. I wanted to talk about um, when John Terry had his last game. Oh yeah, he did that weird like. And the twenty sixth minute, they all the Chelsea players stood either side. Yeah. And they all clapped him. They did that weird little guard of off. honor. Oh my god. Yeah, it's like, and that was his idea as well, which is like. Even like even weirder. this is a huge troll, or he is just the biggest egotistical. Yeah, it's like that would be it'd be one thing if it was like the rest of the team had that idea, mm. or like the manager had that idea. But yeah. for him to organise that is like it, that is some next level shit. That is, I heard a um, <laughs> a podcast with. Um, do you watch the Good Place? Have you seen any of the Good? Uh, so like. One of the actors on that is a, a British lady, Jamila Jamil, who used to be. Oh, yeah, I noticed so she, one, yeah. yeah, she uh, used to host TV shows over here and that. Um, and she was she had to interview Aerosmith for something mm. one time. And uh, one of like the things they demanded in order to do the interview was like a, <laughs> like a full-length mirror um, to be put next to her so that they could watch themselves while they did the interview. Um and that's that's kind of yeah that's that's what that makes me think of like yeah. John Terry um, making everyone give him a guard of honor as he walks off the field after less than half an hour uh, into a match. Uh, yeah, what a prick! Yeah, there is there's that brilliant. What match was it when he was playing for England? And it was like I think it was just after all the Wayne Bridge stuff uh, where. I, anyone that doesn't, anyone that's not familiar, uh, John Terry um, cheated on, is uh, on his wife with a teammate's wife or fiance. Is that girlfriend, right? Friend, I think she might be. I a think girlfriend. His girlfriend yeah, he's married to that um, girl from the Saturdays. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, his uh, yeah then Chelsea teammate Wayne Bridge, uh, his his girlfriend, he had a, an affair with her, um, and that had all just come out in the press and that, and so everyone hated his guts. And then whoever it was we were playing against, like he sort of like did this last ditch like dive to try and stop the the like the the player getting his shot away and just took the ball like full on in the face and it was like wow he like 
he's committed. You know, can't can't fault for that. Also, he did. You know, that was very. That's very very satisfying to watch him get hit full on in the face with a football at like full pelt. That was, yeah, that was very cathartic. I think he might have to be. I remember BBC, he might have to be dipshit of the week this week. BBC Sport. I remember a long long time. This is when it all came out, and he was they interviewed him while he was playing golf, and he was just sort of like the way that sort of Londony lads talk. In a day, you know, uh, you know, I don't, you know, I regret. Do I regret? I don't even know. Can I even say? <laughs> I can't even say. You know, at the end of the day, to be fair, you know, I may have done wrong, but it's up for other people to decide. Uh, yeah, and we have, and you did. So <laughs> fuck off. Um, that's a weird thing, isn't it? Like footballers, all footballers love golf for yeah. some reason. I don't yeah. know what that is. Like they just natu- Is it just when you make a certain amount of money? You just have you're not to allowed, stop playing golf. You're not allowed golf. to go out anywhere, so you just you have to you have to, you have to you're forced to play golf or something. I guess so, yeah, it's the one one of the few places they can actually like get away from yeah. the press and that you know, and it's also you know like one of the few places that has like very strict rules about who who is yeah. and who isn't allowed in yeah. um, onto the premises. It's yeah, so I think yeah, it's, that's a weird sort of like rich guy thing. Golf. It's just I think I I, I don't know. I've done it once. And it's like, mm. it just it takes fucking ages. Yeah. It goes on forever. My my brother played golf uh, quite a bit, and uh, he, he managed to bump into Terry Sher- Terry uh, Teddy Sheringham Terry ah. Teddy Sheringham Terry and, Sheddingham uh, Harry Redknapp. Oh wow! Down at um park down at the oh, oh down on the docks where oh, we live. Yeah, yeah. They they bumped into him and. Uh, and I think my brother sort of had a little bounce with him. This is like, oh, when are you going to be England manager, Harry? And then so sort of Harry was walking off, and he went, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> It's that classic Harry Redknapp yeah. laugh that we all know. know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what supposedly. Because he, he, my brother was, uh, took a golf shot, whatever they call it, took a he took golf a, swing. A, a whack. He, he did the a, golf. A golf whack. He did a golf whack. And golf he heard whack, someone, baby, he had, golf whack. He had someone behind him shout, fucking hell, it's Ernie Els, or something. <laughs> like, that's a that's a golfer or something like that. I think, yeah, I, I, I believe that's a golfing that's man. That's a golfer? Yeah. You know, I only know Tiger Woods and uh, the other guy, uh, Jack Nicholson. Jack, Jack, Jack Nicholson or Jack, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson? Yeah, Jack Nicholson from uh, from the Joker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I, how many? I know a few other golf guys, but mainly because of just like telly and that. Like I know like uh, Phil Mickelson is mm. one because he was in an episode of Entourage. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I know I know Ian Poulter because he's an Arsenal fan. I think we've talked about him before. Mm. Um, who else? Tom Tom yeah. Kite, I know from he's in an episode of The Simpsons hmm. when he teaches Homer how to play golf. Uh, Lee Carvello's putting. That's a, yeah, that's <laughs> sorry, <another. laughs> Yeah, that's another one. Lee Carvello and the the fucking uh, the guy with the <clears throat> drink. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Arnold Palmer. That's it. Yeah, that's like a big yeah. that's a big drink in America where it's I think it's half lemonade, half iced tea. Um, which is just like an absolute like <laughs> sugar bomb. Like it's just you know like you can just feel your teeth falling out of your head as you drink it. Um, but it makes them easier to swallow when you when you drink. Actually, speaking of that, because I, I, I went to New Orleans earlier this year um, during Mardi Gras, and I went to there was a bar that was like one of those like bars that also has a bunch of like arcade games in it. They, I haven't seen too many like here in the UK but they are like they're quite popular in America for some reason um they had like an air hockey table there where the sides were curved upwards like a like a half pipe like a Mm. skating half pipe and I was like wow that's a fucking that's a game changer I've never seen that before like that would be you know yeah I mean I can't imagine like what it adds to the game but other than like the thing just fucking like going up one side, yeah. flipping over, and then like just rolling down and kind of ruining everything, smashing your teeth. Just yeah, just making a lot more noise. Or yeah, you can just it's a real. It's a real puck. Yeah, you can just smash it off to the side and you know just hit every you know whoever's stood next to the table in the head. You can play other sports. Football's actually quite safe. Like ice hockey's mm. dangerous. Golf, you swing that ball at somebody. Yeah, quite nasty. Yeah, like football's a relatively safe sport. 
yeah, cricket. You know, cricket. seen how hard they hit oh, the cricket yeah. ball now. It's, yeah. you know, it's scary. You don't want to be hit by that thing. I never liked batting. I was always good at bowling. I preferred batting. I think yeah. just mainly because I like the act of just, you know, just smashing something yeah. as hard as I could. I would always miss it because I couldn't see through the helmet. I never, I, I never, <laughs> I only did it when I was very young. I never got to the yeah. stage where I was old enough yeah. to have to wear a helmet. So mm. yeah, yeah. I think I, otherwise, yeah, that would have probably sucked because that was all that PE equipment that just fucking stinks and is like you know, decades old. It's yeah, you don't want that near your face. It's yeah. bad news. So that's uh... sorry, taking another swig of beer there. Um, yeah. So that's what we're we talking about. Well, we went from <laughs> Jimmy Stewart to golf. Yeah. Somehow. So, yeah. Golf. Um, best sports movie you can think of? Basketball. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good answer. <laughs> I haven't seen basketball in a long time. Yeah. I wonder if it holds up yeah. because, like, a lot of stuff might be quite offensive. I was going to say a lot of that stuff. <laughs> but there's is- this one bit where they play um, San Francisco, and it's like a. You know, it's, uh, oh yeah, yeah. If they did it now, it'd be like a bunch yeah, of like tech bro shitheads. Yeah. But back then, it was like San yeah. Francisco's known for yeah, yeah. Oh boy, I don't know. If, it might be a bit um, dated. Yeah, it's kind of like I don't know about you, but it's kind of like when I watch um, Bottom. I kind of feel that's really dated. Sometimes. Yeah, I. It's like it, it's funny. Like the first time he like hits him over the head. Yeah. And then they just keep doing it, and then it's mm. like, and then, and then it'll, you know, there'll be like a joke about like, yeah, there'll be like a joke about someone like fucking a hedgehog yeah. or something, and it's just like, uh, it's like, you know, like, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's weird that like, grown men in their forties like wrote that. It's, like, it's yeah, it's, especially like given that like they, you know, they did like the young ones and stuff. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah bottoms kind of good in small doses like you can probably watch like a couple of clips of it on YouTube and that that's you know and that's all all of like the funny stuff in it but yeah there's lots of kind of like you know calling people puffs and stuff like that it's, it's yeah. yeah in like in a completely like unironic way yeah. it's not cool yeah Young Ones holds up though I think mostly yeah. I, I think that's I feel like I've watched that fairly recently and that's still like just insane like just <laughs> Like just insanely funny. Like it's just I, kind of just unlike, unlike anything else really that's ever, ever existed since then or came before then. It's just this weird, like almost like a stream. I think it captured student life. Uh, yeah, ac- the most accurate. Yeah, I remember when a, a nuclear bomb crashed yeah. through the kitchen of my student flat. Alexis Sale just you know, <laughs> just broke into the house, playing like pretty much the same character every week. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was almost like a sort of stream of consciousness sitcom. Which is the way it just kind of like jumped from one thing yeah. to it was it wasn't quite like a sketch show. It have I'd have I, we used to have Motorhead playing in our front room. Mm, mm. Yeah, who doesn't remember going on University Challenge and yeah. smashing through the <laughs> the upper level? How how clever do you feel when you get like one question right? Oh, on yeah. University Challenge. Yeah. I think I think when they. You get a right answer. You should be allowed to at least sit in in a lecture. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It should like a free a free lecture pass. Just any you, lecture of your choice. If you get three correct in a row, you should be able to teach the lecture. Yeah. Like you should be able to go up there and, if you get, and teach yeah, it. Yeah. You get a triple a triple. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You get like the whatever like you ding, the, ding, ding, yeah. the initial question, and then you get like all of them all of them right in that category, like because that's how they do it, isn't it? Like, yeah. It's, yeah. It's. Because I tried watching an episode, like, recently, and it was, like, impossible. Like, there there was, like, one question about, like, Mario that Mm. I'd managed to get, and the rest of it was just, like, which 16th century, like, (laughs) astronomer, blah, blah, blah. And it's, like, how many 16th century astronomers do you know? Uh, Maybe maybe one? Galileo? Was he 16th century? I don't know. Like, uh, Brian May. I know he's an astronomy guy. Like, that's, yeah. Yeah. Brian May. I mean, I've always, in a weird way, Brian May was like the guy who, when I was very, very young, I was, ah, oh, want to be a guitar player like Brian May. Yeah. And then subsequently, he's like, man, he's really lame. Yeah, he he is like, 
he is insanely lame. Like just everything about him is just like <laughs> it's like I mean, what if he wasn't in Queen? He would just be like a guy at the guitar shop. Yeah, like he just he just such a just a wanker. Like he's just like yeah. And like the, I, but I think like they all kind of are, aren't they? Like apart, like it's it's weird. I was having a conversation with someone about this recently, where it's like, like Queen suck, but Freddie Mercury is awesome. Yeah. So it's like the most interesting the part thing. of Queen. I do like compensates uh, for how lame the rest of the band are. I do like um, these are the days of our lives. Uh, that's that was, that was a decent song. I like some Queen songs. Oh uh, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. I like yeah. you know like. The uh, I you know I like a few quite a few like, Queen songs, but I just it's don't like, know if they've ever had like a an album that's like ran as really good beginning to end. I think yeah, I people know. will tell you that like uh, Night yeah, of the Opera, Night of the Opera, and I think that's mainly just because Bohemian Rhapsody's yeah. on it. Um, like I don't like We Are the Champions, and I don't like We Will Rock You. I think yeah, I think like that's cringy kind of. Oh, can you imagine? Because like that, I was thinking about this recently as well. The fact that like. The the movie Bohemian Rhapsody was so successful, like almost all but guarantees, and this actually links back into the Young Ones conversation. It all but guarantees a film adaptation of fucking the We Will Rock You musical coming out soon, and just I'm just like I can't like. I always thought like fathom how bad that's going to be. Like, it oh probably won't. God. It probably won't be a great idea. But I always thought, what if like a biopic of when they made Rumors. Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, I'm sure. Sh- I'm sure that's probably been done. Like, that there's probably been, been like TV movies yeah. of that. But yeah, I think because like it feels like every week there's like insane stories that come out about that. Or you could do that about any any period in Fleetwood Mac. You could do a mini series about mm. Fleetwood Mac, basically, because it's just at any point in their career, it's just been some insane shit happening. And I mean, it's still it's like, like they peak, and then it's just. There's still yeah. drama happening World now. Wilderness years, then they peak again late seventies, and then it's obscurity in the eighties, sort of. And then in the nineties, when Bill Clinton was running for president, he they, they used uh, "Don't Stop" as a campaign yeah. song. So yeah, and then they sort of had a. But they all got back together in the nineties, didn't they? And yeah, because Lindsey Buckingham had left, and I think he's left again. I think they fired. Him. I think they fi- yeah. Well, that's that's, that's what I was yeah. going to say. Like, there's still drama going on mm. with them now. Like, they were about like right before they're about to go out on tour. Like, they they fired him and they had to replace him with. I think they had to replace him with like two other guys: Mike Campbell from the Heartbreakers and um, one of the Crowded House, one of the Finns from Crowded House. I think mm. not Neil Finn, but the other one. I think. Um, but yeah, that's like, yeah, they're still like fighting each other and whatever, and like you know, like Psycho. Christy McVeigh's just come back, and it's like now it's like, Lindsay Buckingham's out again, and yeah, you're all old guys, you know, just yeah, just, you know, it's but, all. It does seem that it's all pretty much just at the insistence of Mick Fleetwood as well. I think he mm-hmm. realised fairly early on that it was like he pretty much had like a golden ticket as long as he could just keep like some form of the band going. He yeah. would just be able to like print his own money, so he's just like kept the thing chugging along just enough that they can tour every decade or so, make mm-hmm. you know a few million quid, and then they can fuck off. Because they're, they're one of the, I think they were one of the first ones to do that thing where it was like you could pay like extra money for like a VIP like meet and greet thing. A lot of artists do that now, where it's you know if they're doing live shows, you can pay like you know two hundred quid. <laughs> to uh to meet them after the show and it's like i think they were one of the first ones to do that where it was like you can you know meet mick fleetwood like before or after the show or whatever if you paid i you know go to the o2 and pay like 400 pounds it's like because I, I i went to see kendrick lamar a couple of years ago or about a year ago and it was like there, there was an option to like meet him and it was just kind of like i can't really imagine a worse scenario in which to meet Kendrick Lamar like because it's only going to be like rich dickheads that mm, are just going to yeah. be like oh yeah yeah I, lo- I love your trainers yeah yeah like it's I just like ugh. like you know and what, like, what are you going to say to him in that scenario anyway like what you know what are you going to like you don't have any kind of like meaningful conversation like it's yeah. just ugh. it's just a huge like scam for rich idiots basically to be, you know, so that they can well, say they met the, the person. The ultimate mark, isn't it? Rich and stupid. 
Mm. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it's, you know, it's what we were talking about last week. I guess is that yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of very rich people do also happen to be very stupid. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, let's talk about some uh, pop culture wrecks, shall we? Okay. Um, let's do some cultural appropriation. Uh, so, have you have you got anything ready to go there, or do you want yeah. me to stall for you? <laughs> no. Um, speaking of Fleetwood Mac, I, I got I'll do a couple of recommendations because um, why not? Because uh, we're talking about Fleetwood Mac, uh, Danny Kerwin, the one of the original members of the band. He was I think he was the youngest member as well. He's quite like a sort of Peter Green's um, prodigy. Is it the word? Pro- protege. Protégé, and uh, yeah, but he um, he left a couple of years after Peter Green had left, um, but um, yeah, and he sort of faded into obscurity, but during the 70s he did uh, a decent sort of um, solo record, he did a free, but I think his first one, and I can't remember the name of it, but uh, yeah, if, you, if you're a, if you're a Flute of Mac uh, fan, and, or you like the old Flute of Mac, you know, the yeah. Peter Green era, uh, check out uh, Danny Kerwin's uh, solo stuff, and uh, yeah, it's pretty good, pretty good stuff. And um, uh, I think I'll, I'll try to do a sort of safe recommendation. I was uh, last my my sort of my album of the year last year for me. I really enjoyed it. Was uh, Little Dark Age by uh, MGMT. Really enjoyed that. Oh one. really? Because I kind of checked out after that that second album of theirs. Because the first album, like Oracular Spectacular, was so good. I yeah. didn't really... No, that Little Dark Age is it's pretty good. It's it's, okay. it's not got the same sort of pop. It's not really pop, but... Um, yeah. It's a pretty good record. Um, there's a few standout songs in it. Um, well, they're all pretty decent. Um, me and me and Michael's a pretty good one. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Um. So me and Michael will be your. That's your pick from that's, that's, Little Dark that's Age. That's probably my one of my favorite songs on the album. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I, I recommend an album as well. Um, came out pretty recently. Um, Igor by Tyler the Creator. Um, yeah. That's a very good, very good album. Um, another kind of like weird turn in direction for him. I, I didn't really get into Tyler until the like the last album he did, Flower Boy, um, which came out a couple of years ago, which which I really liked. And I kind of like you know went back and listened to more of his stuff through that but yeah Igor is a, a really good album um, sounds like he's I don't know he's singing about some real shit and well singing and rapping but yeah he's like written and produced and arranged all of it himself musically it's kind of more uh, yeah, more complex than your average rap album I'd say um, and it's yeah very interesting very interesting to listen to and I'll also recommend I mentioned earlier the uh, the short films that were made based on uh, PT the um, playable test of uh, the Silent Hill reboot that never happened um, by Hideo Kojima and uh, Guillermo del Toro's uh, PT in real life. It's uh, just a just like quarter of an hour long short film. Uh, fucking terrifying. Uh, it's kind of like the <laughs> kind of like the thing I measure all scary stuff against now, like horror films and whatever. That's kind of, I sort of measure it against that, like, you know, whether it's scarier than PT in real life or not. Um, so that's, uh, yeah. So... Check us out on all the usual social media stuff. Twitter, at Junior Funners. We're on the Facebooks as well. And uh, I got a bus to catch you all, so <laughs> bye.